Hey, this is Courtney James Clark from Jurassic World, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom. of the Atomic Geekdom podcast. This is an Atomic Geekdom University episode. Uh, X-Files 101. Your professors are myself, Dave, and Professor Matt from the Two Broke Geeks. Hello. Welcome, welcome. Uh, We got our doctorates in X-Files precariously, so we might not be exactly experts. (laughs) True story. Uh, We know enough, I think, to be dangerous. Oh, yeah, for sure. And starred that guy and that girl. Yeah, exactly. All right, moving on. <clears throat> no, uh, yeah, X-Files premiered uh, two days ago, Sunday and Monday. And uh, we're just going to give you a brief history of the X-Files, its first original run, and then this miniseries, which uh, I ha- we haven't watched yet, of course, so we don't know what's, right. what, what happened. But I, I saw, I've seen a couple bad reviews already for it. Uh, I've seen uh, Middling. Okay. Um. I saw that the first episode wasn't super great yeah. and that the second episode was better. Okay. So, okay. Well, yeah. we'll we'll preview the mini series in a little bit, but first we'll start talking about the original, you know, the original run of 202 episodes. Uh the phenomenon that was the X-Files back in the day. <laughs> mhm. Do you remember the year it premiered? Uh no, but Nin- 1993. Mostly- Right, I was going to say, mostly because I was, like, six. (laughs) Six, ouch. Or, Uh, wait. I'll date myself, I was 12. I was 12. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Yeah. I was six. So So. 12-year-old Dave was preoccupied with other things, not the X-Files, but as I got older, because this ran until 2002, I remember watching it Friday nights, Uh, I remember watching it Sunday nights, (laughs) Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's uh, I. There's episodes I love, and we'll talk about it. And then I stopped watching when David Duchovny left. Yeah, and I, you know, I kept up with it a little bit just so I knew what would happen. And I watched the the was it? It's two movies, right? Or is it three now? Two movies. Uh, two. Yep, just yeah. two. Yeah, I watched those. I I'll say I suffered through them. I didn't like either of them. <laughs> oh, see, the first one I thought was pretty good. That was the Aliens one, right? Yes. And then the second one I barely remember. Uh, as do I. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> but we'll talk about that as well because it's, it's all canon. So mm-hmm. we'll, uh, we'll include those. I'll have to refresh my memory. But the formula was two FBI agents solving Monster of the Week type cases. Mm-hmm. And so each week you're introduced to a new supernatural-like phenomenon. And the believer, Mulder, played by David Duchovny, who wanted yep. everything to be true. Yep. And then the skeptic, Dana Scully, played by Gillian Anderson. And she's more of a, a medical agent. Like, she has a history in medicine. Mm-hmm. Well, she's a doctor. She's do- right, right. So yeah. he kind of uses her expertise for autopsies and things of that nature. 
And plus right. she's an FBI agent, so. Yep. And, yeah, the, the X-Files, because nobody wants them, and, you know, they're, they're his. He named them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, season three or four, they actually become a branch or a department, his brand. It's like they recognize it as an FBI agency. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of <laughs> like conspiracy theories. The government's hiding everything. The men in black. And Well, there is an overarching yeah. uh, uh, storyline. They call it the, uh, the mythos or it has an actual, what did they, uh, there's an actual word. For the overarching story, I can't remember what it was. I think they call it like the mythology episode. Like some episodes are Monster of the Week, and then some are what they call mythology episodes, where it focuses on that myth overarching arc. story. Yeah, the myth arc. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which I always enjoy. Like a, those are genre shows usually that have the big overarching storyline, mm-hmm. um, which you see nowadays a lot with like The Flash and Arrow and Gotham and everything really not even just like the genre shows but right the storyline carries over all 22 episodes instead of just you know one-off episodes every every you know week like a like a sitcom might do right but even now sitcoms are storyline well you know you got you got friends Mm. having cliffhangers at the end of their seasons and you know there's stuff that carries over every week yep which is i think cool i like that idea and sometimes it makes the 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 one-off episodes they seem kind of boring because they don't progress that story you want to see. But um, in the case of X-Files, I think my two favorite episodes were one-off episodes and not myth arc episodes. Mm. So, um, yeah, maybe. I haven't really thought about my favorite ones. I think we'll overlap once we start talking about it, at least with one of them. Uh, and we'll, we'll get to that point, but, uh, yeah, I didn't, you know, as I said, I was, we were both pretty young, so I don't think we Mm -hmm. started watching it when it was layering live. No, no. Uh, we got into it as we got older and then I've recently started rewatching it on Netflix slowly. Mm -hmm. That's what I, yeah, I've been watching a lot of it on Netflix lately. And it's, it's very dated. Not that it's doesn't hold up, but it's, you know, they don't have cell phones for a little bit. And then the ones they do are super like brick style. And, uh, it's interesting. (laughs) Right. Right. They're using super old computers and typewriters and, uh, pay phones. Yeah. And then seeing the the models of cars too is kind of funny, but it's just the nineties. Great. Well, yeah. And their, their fashion doesn't change much. I mean, they wear black suits, so. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't stand out too much. Uh, okay, so what what can you say about the main myth arc? Like, what is the main storyline? Well, the main storyline is uh, <clears throat> Mulder's uh, sister was, uh, he believes, abducted by aliens when they were uh, children, and she never came back. And so he investigates every crazy thing in the world that he can get his hands on, hoping to find out what happened to his missing sister to find out where she went. And uh, eventually it leads him down the path of discovering that there is a government conspiracy to keep aliens a secret. And the reason that they want to keep them a secret is because the aliens want to uh, make human beings extinct 
and the government is going to be the only surviving human or not the entire government, but a, a, a group within the government is uh, going to be the only group of human beings left because they have allowed the aliens to come here and to capture people and to work in secret on their disease so that they can, um, you know, wipe humans out and use the earth. And, um, that's basically the overarching story for quite a number of seasons, actually up until, up until at least the first movie. So, uh, yeah. Cause the second movie, I was just rereading it while listening to you is more of a monster of the week style movie. It didn't have a lot to do with the myth arc. Right. And the, the thing that after the first movie and I'm, I'm back up to season seven or season eight on Netflix. I can't remember which one. And, um, they're getting into a, quite a different arc involving, um, the possibility that aliens had been here for a very long time, and I, I'm having a little bit of trouble with this season that I'm on right now. It's not as... Um, is it a Doggett Reyes season? Or is it still Mulder and Scully? No, it's still Mulder and Scully. There's uh, the UFO that they find crashed in the water. Um, and they're uncovering it. And they discover that um, it's covered in ancient symbols that correspond to... Uh, a lot of ancient writings, and they discover that every um, uh, every religion on the planet, the texts of every religion are written on the outside of this, and so that the religions of the world were based on the writing on the outside of this. It's a very it, it's a, even more complex, and I didn't remember this season very well, so I'm kind of rediscovering it actually. Sure. As I go along. Okay. So yeah, all right. Uh, eventually, uh, when when David Duchovny leaves the series, there's two new agents that they kind of introduced. Um, they're still around when Mulder's there, but mm-hmm. they but one of them replaces him essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Patrick from Terminator 2 and, you know, millions of other things. Most yep. notably from Terminator 2, he's the T-1000. Uh, yep. Played John da- Doggett, and he kind of replaces um, Scully's partner, for pretty much Mulder, because um, Mulder mm-hmm. gets abducted. Yep. And then they also introduce Annabeth Gish's character, Monica Reyes, who has kind of a bigger role. Um, She kind of helps with searching out for Mulder at one point. Yep. Uh, this is basically off really bad memory. <laughs> so, uh, and yeah, like you were saying, uh, they're, they're planning like an alien invasion and stuff like that. Um, and then in the first movie, there's a lot of talk about hybrids. Like they're making human alien hybrids. Right. Right. And, and, uh, and it more links to, cause I, maybe you mentioned it and I might've missed it. Do they ever reveal what happened to his sister? Well, yeah, they – she was taken – well, they kind of give two different – here's the weird thing. There's two – I'm trying to remember it, but they do give two different explanations. They give an explanation that she was taken by the aliens because 
of their, like you said, their hybridization project. And they had a whole thing where they cloned her mm-hmm. and that, uh, but they also had an entire part where they convinced Mulder and uh, everybody else that she was actually taken by the government as part of another project. So he never actually did find out what really happened to her. If I'm not mistaken, the series did end without him ever finding out the truth about what happened to her. I can look that up real quick, but... Uh, yeah, because they didn't reveal it in the because the '98 movie, the first movie, the was it X Files? I want to believe. No, that's the second. I one. want to believe. Uh, the first one was just uh, the X Files, I think. No, it's. Um, oh, I think fight the, the first one, fight, fight the, the future. future. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All right, yeah. I'm just I'm looking it up real quick. I'm pretty sure that he never found out what happened to his sister. Okay, I remember the clone storyline. That was early. That was like season two. Mm-hmm. I remember. I was like, oh, they're because I was rewatching. I'm like, they wrapped up that quick. I don't remember that. <laughs> like, this it? Yeah. All right. Uh, Samantha, that's his sister, half sister, and it lists her as deceased. So, as a child, Samantha was abducted ostensibly by aliens and was never returned. It is this experience that drives her older brother Fox to join the FBI and later takes the reins of the X Files. And then, so he. Uh, boy, she's got quite a story arc. I guess Samantha is mentioned again in the series finale where Jeffrey Spender testifies at Mulder's trial. He and Samantha grew up together in a military base and she died in 1987. And in the X-Files, I want to believe being the inspiration that drives Mulder to try to save a likely dead agent. Mulder is seen to admit that she is dead, but keeps her picture on the wall with newspaper clippings of his own exploits with the FBI. So, um, it's what happened to her is in short, very convoluted, (laughs) right? She's, she's dead one way or the other. We just don't Mm -hmm. know. We might not be sure exactly of how I, yeah, they don't seem to give any clear answer about what really happened to her. Right. Right. So sorry guys, spoilers, (laughs) but I mean, at this point, you you know, if you're, you're gearing up to watch the new May series, you probably don't care too much about spoilers. You said Uh, it was what? 1993. It's over. Yeah. It's a 21, uh, 22. What is this year? 2015. It's a 20. Yeah. Or 2016. Yeah. It's a 23 year old series now. Yeah, right, which the finale aired, I think, in 2002, so even that is, like, you know, 14 mm-hmm. years ago. Uh, so you've had a lot of time, and it's been on Netflix for a few years now, so. Yeah. Um, but I still recommend watching it. It's it's one of those shows, you know, it's it's a, a geek culture phenomenon. and Oh, for sure, for sure. What, what was enjoyable about it is because when I was growing up, I was always a cool, I was always interested in the cool, you know, unknown, so... Like UFOs, aliens, ghosts. I know mm-hmm. you don't care for that stuff, but fictionalized. Oh, fictionalized, I do, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, and the other interesting thing in the series, just to kind of point it out, is that um, Dana uh, Scully, even though she didn't believe in the things that Mulder believed in, was a religious person, and that came up fairly frequently that Mulder would uh, kind of be like, wait a minute, you 
don't believe in ghosts, you don't believe in aliens, but you believe in God. How come if you believe in God, you can't believe in it? So yeah, that was right. always kind of a fun character dynamic because he was she, he was always yeah. a little bit religious, um, not to the extent that she was. Right. Uh, I think he believed, but he also, you know, yeah, you're right. He uses that against her, kind of like, I, why mm-hmm. can't you? Why can't you believe in this too? Like. Mm-hmm. They can coexist type of deal. Right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. The, the X-Files series spun off one series called the Lone Gunman, mm-hmm. uh, which did not last long. No. Um, and it, those guys um, were fun. Yeah. But not because I thought they were capable of carrying their... I've never actually even seen the Lone Gunman spinoff. I didn't have any interest in checking it out. But I did enjoy episodes that they were in. Yeah, right, right. I mean, I wanted to like it, and it starred Zalika Robinson, who I really like. She was the thief girl, and she's been on Lost and all kinds of other stuff. And I really wanted her career to go better. It's kind of died off a little bit. But um, I enjoyed those guys in the show. Them having their own show was mm-hmm. a, a bit much. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was enough to, I don't know, kind of, uh, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. But yeah, it only lasted 13 episodes, ran from mm-hmm. March to June in 2001. So um, was it was Millennium uh, an X-Files spinoff? I believe so, but I... Um, I was going to say there was a second X-Files spinoff. I I never watched any of the spinoffs was the thing. I didn't see the lone gunman and I didn't, was it called millennium? Was that the second spinoff? Yeah. I'm looking at it now because there was an X-Files crossover too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was called, the episode was called millennium and featured the millennium group and Frank black and Frank black was the main character. I never watched millennium, but it ran three seasons. So, huh? Yeah, that was the one I never watched. Um, I don't know, you know, I don't know enough to know how it was spun off. Uh, I guess maybe just this Millennium Group thing. Maybe it was mm-hmm. was the spin-off portion. Oh, Lance Hendrickson was in it. Anyway. Uh yeah, so Okay. Yeah, so two spin-offs, two films, one film that ran while it was still mm-hmm. on the air, which is kind of surprising sometimes, you know. Yeah, it ran between seasons. Yeah. Yeah, which which is cool because you, you didn't that back then especially you didn't see that other than Star yep. Trek. So right, uh, right, always cool. And then of course now we have this this miniseries revival which Fox is so keen on doing right now. Mm-hmm. These, these revivals of shows they've already canceled. <laughs> right, and um, I'm interested to see where this goes because uh, the I. I don't remember the second movie very well. I'm going to have to watch it again because I do know the series ends with Mulder in jail. <laughs> yeah, the second movie, he's on the run. He's a fugitive. Okay, yeah. And I don't I'm starting to wonder if I ever even actually saw the second movie. I own it now. I bought a two-pack of the movies not that long ago. Yeah, I uh, remember seeing it cuz I remember Amanda Peet is in it. She's like their boss kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they both are out of the FBI at this point, and this case brings them back in. This case of a uh, like Catholic priest who is accused of molesting children. 
has like the psychic vision of an FBI agent being killed or something. And uh, I think Mulder is trying to prevent it from happening. I don't know. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. See, now I just want to, now I'm going to watch it. I know it has a reputation for not being good. Yeah. I'm trying to find just the basic plot thing to read, but you know, like Wikipedia has the whole script essentially. Or like of course. Storyline. Uh, let's see. The story follows Mulder and Scully who have been out of the FBI for several years with Mulder living in isolation as a fugitive from the organization and Scully having become a doctor at a Catholic run hospital where she mm-hmm. has formed a friendly relationship with a seriously ill patient. When an FBI agent is mysteriously mm-hmm. kidnapped and a former priest who has been convicted of being a child molester claims to be experiencing psychic visions of the endangered agent, Mulder and Scully reluctantly accept the FBI's request for their particular paranormal expertise on the case. Weird. Uh, okay, well. Billy, Billy Connolly plays the, the priest, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> huh. Uh, exhibit right, well. is in this movie. I don't remember him being in there, but he's an agent. Rapper exhibit. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Check it out again. Get refreshed. So, uh, one thing that I didn't mention when I was talking about the overarching mythos was the smoking man because he's pretty important. Yeah. And uh, the smoking man runs the government organization that is um, hiding the aliens. Played by uh, William B. Davis. Yep, yep, and he has no other name. He's just the smoking man. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, he turned. Oh, I don't know if I should give that away. That's kind of a major plot point. I was about to give away there. Yeah, because it gets. Uh, the, yeah, don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Okay, because I, I know I gave away kind of a couple things earlier, but there is something about the smoking man. I almost just said there that because it could play been, into the miniseries. So. Mm-hmm, it could. So, and he's coming back, which is very surprising to me. Uh, number one, because um, I thought the smoking man was dead. Um, <laughs> and well, Why do they call him a smoking man? It's pretty obvious, but why don't you go Well, because he's chain smoking through the entire series. Like, that's yeah. all he does is smoke. Holy moly, William Davis is 78. Yeah, but that's another reason why I'm surprised. I I thought maybe he had passed away. Yeah, um, I didn't. I did read that uh, <laughs> William Davis was actually a non-smoker. And ah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, and what they did to show him chain smoking was give him. Uh, well, he was a previous smoker who was no longer a smoker, and so they gave him. Um, what was it? Herbal cigarettes, like clove. You know how you can get like clove cigarettes that don't have any nicotine or whatever. Yeah. So that he could um, go about smoking in the show and not actually going back to really smoking or, um, you know, getting hooked on smoking. But um, that was that's a neat little trivia fact about the show. But I think. The way he might not be dead is through, of course, the intervention of the aliens because one part of the um, alien invasion storyline was that the aliens were helping him become um, not necessarily immortal but definitely immune to a lot of different things. (laughs) Yeah, I was just reading it in the because I couldn't remember exactly what happened to him in the finale. Mm-hmm. 
he kind of reveals what Scully and Mulder find out, and that's that the colonization of Earth was set for December 22nd, 2012. And then mm-hmm. shortly after that, he gets killed by a rocket shot from a helicopter. <laughs> yep, that's so, what I mean. Yeah. So I'm wondering how the smoking man might play into. <laughs> yeah, um, right. Yeah, but he. the other fascinating thing about him is that he was shown on a few occasions um, being pretty influential in American history. I mean – he was the man he was the actual man that shot JFK supposedly and a couple other really major things. Yeah, right. So uh yeah, that's a big character to know about. Mm-hmm. And then um Well and then we Oh, I was gonna say we just talked about the lone gunman, but didn't say who the lone gunmen were. Yeah, let's let's start with the other real main character from the X Files though. Uh, oh, Mitch, okay. Mitch Pelegi's character. Mitch Pelegi has since moved on to like Supernatural and Yep. Uh, kind of stayed in that family, really. But he played Skinner, Walter Skinner, who was mm-hmm. their boss, essentially, the assistant director of the FBI. Yep. And so he's kind of – you don't know his motives for maybe the first season and a half, mm-hmm. first two seasons. Maybe it's the third season you kind of start to figure out. But he's he's an ally Yeah. for, for Fox and Dana. When you especially don't know early on what he's doing because he's often seen with the smoking man in his right. office. Right. Smoking man is usually sitting in the corner in the shadow and it's just smoke you see. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, of course, he rarely talks because there's the mystery there. And then you start – they start developing that character. Um, but yeah, so you didn't know what Skinner's motives were at all. But he's usually getting him out of trouble. <laughs> and Right. You know, and sometimes actually coming out on missions to save them. Right. Yeah. And he um, he's coming back as well, which I was pretty happy about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was great when they introduced him as the, the Winchester's grandfather. <laughs> yes. And you know where I first knew him as? And this is totally ridiculous. But do you remember – I think it was actually Fox. Once upon a time, they had a magician go on TV and show how like the secrets were done of you know yeah, show how ma- the magic or whatever. He was the host, wasn't he? And he was the host. Yeah. I remember that from when I was very very young. And then when I started watching the X Files, it was like, oh, hey, it's that guy from the magic show. <laughs> That's <funny>. yep. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yes, Mitch Pileggi, good man, mm-hmm. good actor. Uh, he was also yeah. in Sons of Anarchy for a little while too. Yep, um, and he—I'm trying to think—he did not stay the director, did he? I just had some notes up. Let me like I said, I don't remember the last season very well, and I know a lot went he, down in the last season. He had the same position for Doggett and Reyes when they took over. Okay. Um, let's see here. He was in the Marine Corps in the Vietnam War. Ugh. Sorry, my phone keeps mm. – now my computer keeps making noises and everybody's going to hear it now. All right. Well. Uh, anyway, this is the time everybody picks to start texting me. <laughs> of um, course. Yeah, I'm not sure what he ends up as. Uh, well, that's all right. FBI assistant director. So he was born, right. born a day after me, just a few years before me. Gotcha. I was looking at his character bio. Uh, Okay, so let's see. All right, yeah, so those are the the main, main characters. And then, of course, the lone gunman Mm -hmm. who assists 
uh, Mulder from time to time. They run like a is it's not a website. They do well. They do a um. It's not a website. It's a like a magazine. I want to say they're conspiracy theorists. They are the ones that believe all kinds of nutty stuff. Um, they're uh, Langley, Frohickey, and Byers are th- their names, and uh, they have like a. I guess it, yeah, I guess it's like a newspaper kind of deal because there weren't websites really back then, and they right. spy on the government. They're looking for, you know, they're looking for any kind of conspiracy theory they can find or proof about any kind of conspiracy theory they can find. They want to know if the government is conducting, you know, drug experiments, and they want to know if. Uh, the aliens have really come and they want to know who really killed John F. Kennedy and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, and they appear in several episodes actually, which is um, always kind of nice just because they are fairly amusing. I remember one episode that uh, it may have been the backdoor pilot. I don't remember, but it, focuses almost entirely on them uh only scully shows up in that episode for just a couple minutes which one is the one that keeps through they all just keep flirting with scully or is it isn't the older one yeah it's fro hickey he's the one that yeah fro hickey the one that wears uh the black leather uh, jacket the black leather jacket and the glasses yep yeah right because he really loves scully yeah and then there's buyers who's like always in a suit and tie Mm -hmm. And then yep. Langley. And then Langley's got the long hair. Yeah. Yeah, he's kinda like the hacker mm-hmm. or comes off as one. Right. Uh, and a gamer too, like he does Dungeons and Dragons and Quake and stuff like that, I remember. Yep. Uh yep. yeah, they were always amusing. I always enjoyed it when they were around. Uh which is why I was hoping the Long Gunman show would be good, but it uh you had that feeling that it was gonna just suck. Right. And that's and yeah. <laughs> and it oh. did. Uh, but yeah, wow, they were in a lot of episodes. Um, yeah, from season one, they did one, and then they just kind of filtered through all of the rest. They're in the fight, the future movie. Yep. Um, and then they were in season ten, which is a comic book. Right. I've been meaning to read that. <laughs> yeah, uh, IDW. That's where you go if your TV fail, TV show fails. They'll make you uh, into a comic book like Jericho. Yep. Uh, that's or, true. Or Dark Horse with Buffy. Oh, right. Firefly, yeah. Yeah. And Smallville, too. Smallville's at DC, obviously. Duh. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so those are like your main characters. Then you got some supporting characters that were pretty important, like, uh, what's his name? Krychek. Mm hmm. Alex Krychek was in from season two to nine, and he's like a Russian guy, informant for Mulder. He's kind of a in the shadows kind of guy who gives him information from time to time. Yep. Um, I'm trying to get up the list of supporting characters here. My list has four. It's Krychek, oh, okay. Jeffrey Spender uh, yep. from five and six and then nine. I haven't gotten back to those seasons yet, so I can't remember him too well. Oh, Spender is um, – he's the one – I'm trying to think of what else that actor was in. Yeah, you got to be careful what you say about him because his story ties in with the smoking man and then that, that right. plot point that we're remitting. But he kind of came in – well, what I was going to say, he's the one that kind of came in as an antagonist, if 
and eventually comes around to being an ally, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. I mean, he's in the fina- the series finale too. Right. He he doesn't start away, but he eventually does go ahead and become a uh, a character that is more closely allied with Scully and Mulder than with the Smoking Man. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, and then there's Kirsch, Alvin Kirsch, who later becomes like the direct supervisor for Dana and and Mulder, mm-hmm. Scully, Scully, uh, whatever. Uh, when they get taken away from the X Files division, yeah. Um, and Doc and Smoking Man's always usually in his office too. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are the other characters aren't on the list. Uh, there were two character. There was uh, a character by the name of Deep Throat oh, right. in the first few seasons. And uh, he was kind of an undercover informant that knew a lot of things and would help out Mulder. So whenever Mulder really needed help, he would put an X made out of tape on his living room window. Mm-hmm. And uh, Deep Throat would eventually show up and uh, give him some information. And then Deep Throat eventually was killed and was replaced by another character that I want to say also went by the name Deep Throat, but I don't think so. Hmm. I'm going to look it up. (laughs) All right. Um, This is me looking things up, but I can't... The thing is, a lot of the characters... Uh, weren't around all the time to go by. Yeah, they, they kind of pepper in and out mm-hmm. Um, pretty randomly. Right. So trying to remember all their names, especially since the show had a lot of characters. And in fact, I'm thinking right now that we were talking about Mitch Pileggi going on to be on uh, other things. Yeah. Um, I was watching an episode the other day of um supernatural and it made me or not of supernatural of the x-files and crowley was on it oh yeah yeah he played a uh, guy that burst into flames and could set (laughs) other people on fire um while you look you're still looking that up right um Oh, looking up Deep Throat, yeah because i know he died but i'm pretty sure the guy that replaced him went by the same exact name while you do that, one of the main, uh, I guess, family members of the X Files, he direct, he got his real start in TV directing was David Nutter, mm-hmm. and he worked on a lot of X Files, and he would go on to be the pilot whisperer. So these are just the sum of his pilots that he directed that would later be, you know, that have all gone on a series pickups. Oh, yep. Uh, yep. Roswell, Dark Angel, Smallville, Without a Trace, Jack and Bobby, Supernatural. Terminator, the Sarah Chronicle, Connor Chronicles, mm-hmm. uh, Arrow, and the Flash. So oh, okay. he's got a good resume. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I I'm can't surprised find they didn't get him for America. Legends of Tomorrow. Oh yeah, true. Uh, he also is the director of the Red Wedding from Game of Thrones. Oh, okay, gotcha. I haven't gotten. I'm probably the person in the world who is the most far behind on <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, he usually gets to direct the the big episode of the season, like the second to last episode. Which oh, is gotcha. Their, their real big one, mm-hmm. where the, the the craziest stuff happens. 
Okay, gotcha. So, all right. Um, did you come up with anything for? No, I couldn't. Okay. No, I couldn't yeah, find search, that guy's name. If you Google Deep Throat, you're gonna get a lot of weird stuff. Oh, maybe it was Mister. Oh, maybe it's Mister X. Let me see if I can find a picture of Mister X. Because right. that could be him. Oh, sorry, everybody. I'm yawning. That's not I, the best podcast form. Um, no, no, we're <laughs> we're uh, we're 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 in prime form right now. Yeah, there's uh, the smoke. The well manicured man was a character. Nope, that's not him. And then, um, yeah, I see X. So there's Mr. X, informant replacing Deep Throat. Okay, yep, that's him. That's yeah. the guy I was trying to think of. There you go, Mr. X. I just had to click a little link here, and it gave me some more recurring Perfect. characters. So perfect. Uh yeah oh yeah Adam Baldwin was on this show I forgot all about that he played Roar <laughs> I can't remember how to say his name oh Noel. okay um he served with Doggett's character yep okay I remember that now and he's like part of the super soldier thing and yes yeah I was like anything Adam Baldwin does <laughs> Jane from Firefly all right so that's uh uh. Who's this blonde chick? Oh, Lori Holden was on the show as uh, Marita Cavarabulis. <laughs> uh, mm. I can't remember her name, but she was from Walking Dead and stuff like that. Yep. I forgot she was in that show. All right. Uh, so the miniseries debuted Sunday, January 24th, and set to bring back again. We haven't seen it yet. We're doing this before it comes out. Uh, David Duchovny's back. Jillian Anderson's back. Mitch Pileggi, Pileggi. Uh, is back in their mm-hmm. roles. Also, William B. Davis is somehow back as a smoking man. Yep. Annabeth Gish is returning as Reyes. Yep. And then we've got the smoke. Or, sorry, the lone gunmen are all back. Oh, good. I didn't know they were back. And Scully's mother is in the cast. Hmm. <laughs> um, but new characters. I'm kind of. I was interested every time they named one. Uh, Robbie Amell, Firestorm from Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lauren Ambrose is another agent. Those are both those people are agent Agent Miller and Agent Einstein. Mm-hmm. Einstein. Uh, Reese Darby, stand-up comedian Murray from mm-hmm. Flight of the Concords, funny dude from uh, uh, that Jim Carrey movie where he can't where he is the Yes Man. That's it. Okay. Yep. Uh, Kamel Nanjiani, another good comedian from the show um, Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. He's in it. Joe McHale from Community and from Ease Talk Soup or Soup Show, whatever it's called now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so those are the new characters. Uh, huh. But Joe McHale is is an interesting character. He's an internet news anchor who's kind of an ally of Mulder's, so he's kind of a a new version of the Lone Gunman, I think. Yeah, one thing I'm definitely interested to see with this new series is obviously technology has come a long way. Information is um, definitely uh, much more available. There's a lot more out there in terms of uh, what's been researched and what hasn't been scientifically. So I'm interested to see how all that plays into uh, the investigation of the X-Files and how Mulder and Scully both feel about the the things that they investigate in the X-Files. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. No, you're right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Um, 
wow, this has a, uh, they've already listed all the episode names or six episodes. Mm-hmm. They have a list of all their names and which ones relate to the alien mythology of the arc. Oh, wow. There's only two of them. The first mm. and the last one. Yeah. I didn't really expect this to have much to do yeah. with the original arc. I kind of expected this would have its own. I think the only way it's going to is really with the smoking man. Um, kind of his role in both those episodes, perhaps. Right. That would uh, make sense. The creator of the show direct, uh, directed and wrote the first episode and the last episode, and he had his mm-hmm. hand in the second to last episode. I mean, it's only six episodes, so. Right. Uh, and let's see. Yeah, no break. So the first two episodes are Sunday, Monday, and then every week. Good. Till February 22nd. Good. I don't know if they're planning, like, saying if this is another, if this is successful again, if they're going to do more. I I doubt they do 20 episode seasons anymore. No, no. Um, I definitely did read that it's still a big question as to whether or not they'll do more. Mm -hmm. And I do know that um, if they do, it will only be six. Um, And I know that not everyone was necessarily super keen to do this in the first place. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I did just read last night that, um, um, what's her name? Darn it. I forgot the act. Jillian Anderson. Yes. Jillian Anderson was, uh, a little upset because, well, a little bit more than a little upset because originally when the show was on the air, she had to fight to get paid the same as David Duchovny, Mm -hmm. um, she only made half of what he did originally and eventually they ended up being paid the same, but she had to like fight real hard for that. And when she was approached to do this new series, she was again offered only half of what David Duchovny was going to make. And she had to, um, you know, fight to get paid the same as what David Duchovny was going to be paid. I read she she got paid equal for the first movie, but not the second movie. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Um, I have a quote from Duchovny saying, I'd be open to doing another cycle. I don't know that I could do a 20 episode version of the show at this point in my life. And I don't know. That, that. was what I, yeah, that was yeah. the one I read. Yeah. I don't know that Jillian could, but I think everybody's open ended on what happens after this. Certainly we didn't bring it back with the idea of ending it. Mm hmm. And then yeah. Chris Carter said, the the creator said, if we do well in the ratings, I can't imagine we wouldn't be asked to do more. Right. And actually, Chris Carter has a third movie in his back pocket. I know he's already written it. Mm-hmm. So it's possible there could be a third X-Files movie as well. Sure. I mean, he's not doing anything lately. Right. I can't think <laughs> of anything else he's involved in. Right. Um I would have to say this, the the reason for Fox and even NBC bringing Heroes back goes back to 24 getting its miniseries. Mm-hmm. And I think that that did pretty well in 2014. And I thought, well, let's try this again with just limited episodes, you know, the BBC, HBO style. It uh, makes sense. Yeah. And why not? It, it's not going to cost you as much. Right. And it frees up. Uh, the people involved to work on other things. That's definitely a huge part of 
uh, television is that it can restrict the ability of the people involved to work on other projects, um, which is why Sherlock has such large breaks in between is because they're allowed to go off and do other things besides just being tied to Sherlock or something like that. Yeah, those two guys in the bare minimum, those two guys are super busy. Mm-hmm. So. So, I mean, I'd be happy to see more X-Files down the road as long as this season is good or this event or whatever they're calling it is really good. And they, everyone involved is willing. I mean, sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of a reason why they wouldn't do it. Exactly. <clears throat> uh, okay. So, I, you know, there's two episodes I enjoyed a lot. and This is a show that has like those 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 key genre type shows where like there's a, a day that loops over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was I like that one. That's where like there's a bank robbery that goes wrong, mm-hmm. and it just keeps looping. I remember seeing that a couple times. Uh, that's my two favorite X Files episodes. There's one where it's like a mini crossover style show with cops, where there's like a uh-huh. werewolf in town killing people, and so there's video cameras following. Like these attacks, this this cop, mm-hmm. um, and then all of a sudden, boom! There's Mulder and Scully. They're on the show now, and then the cameramen, oh. the cameramen start following them too in their car as they oh, chase yeah. chase down this monster that's attacking people. I love that episode. I forgot all about that. I I can't. I don't know why. I just love that episode. And I wish I remember the name of it. I was kind of going through here looking for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, X, it's just called X Cops. Okay. And probably a reason why I liked it so much. It's written by Vince Gilligan. Who, oh yep, yeah, Vince Gilligan of Breaking Bad fame. Yep, yep. So that's that's a good episode. And then the other episode I like, I don't know, if it's in a later season. It might be that same season. Uh, it's a baseball episode. Where that one is very good. It's yep. uh, you're back in the you know days of segregation, and there can't be a black baseball player on a team with white baseball players, and. You just just tell the story, and then at the end, you know, you find out that the dude's an alien. Yeah, said it. That one is actually really, really good. Yep. Uh, yeah, I love that episode. So those uh, are the two that just come to mind for me. Another one I really loved was there was an episode where Mulder goes chasing a lake monster, and okay. do you remember this one? He goes no. chasing. Uh, he goes chasing a lake monster and he goes all the way out there because this lake monster is supposedly out there and is supposedly hurting people. And they go through the whole episode and it turns out to be, I believe it's in a Southern state and it just turns out to be, uh, an alligator. I want to say, Oh, I wish I could remember what it turned out to be now. But the point is, um, in the episode, it turns out to not be a lake monster, mm-hmm. and uh, Mulder gets really disappointed because you know he was out looking for that's like the Holy Grail right some, there, <laughs> right? <laughs> he was me. out looking for something supernatural, yeah. And right as he turns his back and he and Scully walk away, it zooms in on the water and a lake monster. I do remember pops. that. Yes, you do remember this one now. That yeah. was so. It was just so good. It was a great way to end an episode. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, the one I was thinking is called The Unnatural, and sure enough, directed and written by David Duchovny. Hmm. All right. Cool. The, un- the Unnatural. So yeah. Uh, do you, was that one earlier in the show or? 
I can't remember the name of it, so I couldn't uh, tell you. It was pretty early on, yeah. Let's uh, let's Google it so that you know, if you guys want, you could just go to. It was Netflix. pretty early on. I wish I could remember the title of it, Quag- but it, I, Quagmire. I think so. Investigates a series of deaths at a lake in Georgia. That's it. Yeah, Quagmire. So that's season. Excuse me. Where did it go? I just saw it. The twenty-second episode of the third season, so it's like the season finale. Yep, I'm pretty sure that's the name of it. Yep, it's really good. Oh no, it's not the season finale. They had twenty-four episodes back then, but yeah, Quagmire. Yep. Uh, directed by Kim Manners, who did tons of Supernatural episodes. Yep. So yeah, I like I you know I get I get into looking into those things sometimes, but yeah, they have a picture right there of the little sea monster. I totally remember yep. that. That was it. Yeah, just like I a, thought that was really really clever. Yeah, because you know if they could ever find a sea monster, that that that's the thing that pulled me into the quote unquote cryptid searching mm-hmm. was like Loch Ness monsters. Yep. Like that. And uh, I, yeah. So that was just the one that popped out when we were talking about memorable, and of course there's so many others, but I get them kind of mixed up, especially since a lot of my uh, focus went into the mythology episodes. So right, right. Oh, Tyler Labine is in that episode too. I like that actor. Uh, he's from Invasion and Reaper and Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, he's a stoner in that episode, shockingly. Yeah, right. <laughs> right outside of his his threshold of acting. Right. Oh, he's, only, he's only thirty seven. I thought he was a little older. Hmm. Anyway, uh, so yeah, X Files. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's about all we got. Uh, I think so. I think so. We've kind of meandered long and hard about what we were going to talk about uh, because we, you know, we haven't recently finished the series, rewatching it as yeah. much as we would have wanted to, and I would have rather had Danny on with us because I know he recently just rewatched all of it on Netflix. Oh, he recently made it all the way through again. Yeah, he was excited okay. about this one because he loves X Files, and right now he's one working two jobs and three, uh, two, I guess. And then the yeah two jobs and then the second thing is is his um, recording equipment doesn't work so oh that's too bad couldn't couldn't get him on um, but yeah but if you like X Files if you like hearing us babble on about weird X Files episodes that we liked or the show itself the plot is intriguing to you mm-hmm. it, it is available on Netflix if you have a Netflix account they're all on iTunes if you wanted to go through and buy them all uh, yep. they're on Amazon Video of course and of course you can stream them on Hulu. And I would yep. imagine some way or another they're going to be replaying them if they're not already on, like, FX or FXX. I'm sure they'll figure it out somehow. <laughs> yeah, they've got Simpsons on all those, so I'm sure the X-Files is, is not long due for one of those syndication channels. I don't know if it's in syndication anywhere else. I haven't, oh, I haven't seen it anywhere, actually. It seems like it would be something good for, like, TNT or sci-fi or something. I'm sure it'll make it back depending on how well this new season does. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, check it out. I mean, if you're a little younger, like JD, you know, our other host's Mm -hmm. age, you might have missed the whole thing, and you can go back and check it out. It is a lot of science, so it's not just over-your-head type stuff. It's it's, it's pure science fiction slash a little bit of Twilight Zone type stuff, and um, but it's good. I, you know, it had to have been good to last as long as it did on Friday nights. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, well, before we get into any of that stuff, where can people find Two Broke Geeks? 
at atomicgeekdom.com and on Facebook and on Twitter at 2BGPod. There you go. Uh, your most recent episode was, I think, the 2016 episode? Uh, yes, I want to say. <laughs> I haven't... Yes. Uh, I We haven't had a chance to get together and record a new one recently. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah. But recently, Matt did write up a recap of the last episode of Supernatural, or the, the most recent one. I did. And he has a uh, same thing for the two episodes of X-Files. So, yep, uh, I'm going to be doing that for sure. Yeah, you'll be able to check those out every week. Give it a day, maybe after, just in case. Uh, we, yep. all have, we all have lives. This isn't our job. <laughs> so, Wish it was my job. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Someday, someday. If you're out someday. there listening, we're, we're available. That's right. <laughs> and we have a whole staff of people to come with us. Um. If you go to atomickeekdom.com and click to look at all those cool recaps and news articles and things like that, and our podcasts are all there as well, there is an Entertainment Earth banner right on the top of the page. You can click on that banner. It'll take you to Entertainment Earth where you can find all kinds of good stuff. Eventually, mm-hmm. I'm hoping to buy the Suicide Squad statues from there. Oh, yeah. Those look so cool. Uh, I think I would just get Harley and Joker because those next to each other would look amazing. Yep. Um, but they all look fantastic. I tweeted out a picture of those if you want to see what they are. We are at Atomic Geekdom. And I know at 2BG Pod also tweeted some pictures out of those, or at least one. Um, uh, I think just the Harley one so the, far. The retweet of the air tweet. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> um, also, if you enjoy books, uh, they are more often than not better than the movie. Uh, True story. In the case of The Fifth Wave, I'm told that's the case. I'm told The Fifth Wave sucked, but I haven't seen it yet, so I'll reserve my 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 judgment. But if you wanted to hear somebody read that book to you, or The Martian, or a various amounts of tons of other books, over 150,000 titles to be mm-hmm. exact, you can head over to audibletrial.com slash atomicheekdom and get a free audiobook download, also a three 30-day trial period. So again, audibletrial.com slash Tom and Um I would recommend right now. Yeah. Yeah. Stick with the Martian right now. I haven't picked up a new book in a while. <laughs> so uh, the Martian's really good if you haven't read it yet. And the movie is equally good. I think in my opinion, um, worth, worth seeing at least. <clears throat> uh, again, we were on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Two broke geeks is one more time at two BG pod. That's right. And as we're recording this, it's Saturday, January 23rd. Happy yep. birthday to Jenny. Um, oh, one, yeah. One of our faithful hosts right. and creative minds here at the website. She's <laughs> Now we owe them money. Uh, no, that's a myth. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> she uh, She's a very busy lady with work, so she hasn't been on as often as she would like to be. But we wish her a happy birthday, and hopefully she gets some free time soon to come back and do all kinds of cool stuff. Hopefully. Yeah. So, all right, guys, a little shorter episode than usual, but that's okay. We're 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 doing a lot of stuff here, trying to make things happen. Yep. Um, and uh, we want to go watch X Files now. So we will talk to you guys all next week. And uh, it is a topic episode, Matt. So I'm gonna let you decide what is the word of the week. Baloney. <laughs> <laughs>